Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. The Tell It Abs It Is podcast is sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook. The NFL is back, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving all new players a can't-miss offer for Week 1. Bet just $1 on any NFL game during the first week of the season and receive $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. You heard that right. DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any Week 1 game with absolutely no strings attached. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all the great promotions and daily odds boosts. Plus, you can make every game a big game with same-game parlays. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any Week 1 game. That's promo code THPN to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or an Indiana 1-800-9-WITH-IT. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Tell It Abs It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. I am your host, as always, Griffin Youngs. Hope you have enjoyed your week up to this point. Hope you have enjoyed the offseason as much as you can so far as we get closer to the return of hockey every single day. Now, today, is Thursday as you are listening to this, which means it is just me for this one. And I've got a very special topic in mind, a topic that I have been saving, haven't even mentioned on the show before for fear of breaking into a rant. I have wanted to save this one for the particular day that it became relevant, and it has recently become relevant with the release of the first trailer the other day, and that is the EA Sports NHL video games. That is what this episode is 
pretty much 99% going to be about. Much like the shootout episode from several months ago, where I saved my shootout rant until the Avalanche had their first shootout of the season. That ended up actually taking more than half of the season. But this is much in the same vein as that. I have waited and refused to even mention my distaste for these games on the show before, because I knew full well the second I brought it up, I would break into a rant. And I would not I would not want to rob both myself and you, the listener, of the experience of me finally getting my hatred for these games off of my chest. I, I've held a lot of this in for so long. But NHL 22 just released its first trailer about a week or so ago. I, I even held it back last episode on Sunday because I wanted to really dedicate this episode to this. I mean, what else is there to talk about right now? I mean, Henrik Lundqvist retired on Friday. That might, I mean, what else can I say to, to add to that other than what a fantastic goalie, the greatest of this generation, one of the biggest travesties in NHL history that he does not have a Stanley Cup and he is retiring without a Stanley Cup. He truly is one of the best of the generation, but so many days after the fact, there's only so much I can add to that conversation. But when it comes to the NHL games, I've got a lot to say about them, and none of it's good. So, guess no more point beating around the bush. I've held this back for pretty much ever since I started the show back in December. No point beating around the bush. I hate these games. These games are a scam, and if you still buy these games, I I don't know what to tell you. I really don't, because there is these games practice the worst possible business structures imaginable and get away with it. The fact that they release these games every single year with such bare bones improvements and have the audacity to charge full $60 price for them, it, it blows me away. Every single time, every single year, that it ju it just feels more insulting every single time that they continue to pull this crap with these games over and over and over again. And it's no different this year. In fact, I, I feel even more insulted seeing what they're bringing to the table this year. And, you know, they released the trailer, okay, Frostbite Engine, like Madden and FIFA and all the other EA Sports games have had for almost half a decade now, but you know, whatever. But you know what? Why don't I go to the, the NHL 22 website and just, and just look at the improvements, you know? Let's look at it. Okay, number one, visual upgrades. The Frostbite engine delivers huge visual upgrades that dramatically enhance realism throughout NHL 22. Okay, number two. Superstar X-Factors. This game-changing system lets you unleash unique player abilities that make stars feel like stars as they influence games in new ways. Number three. Oh, my mistake. There is no number three. That's the end of the 
fucking list on the official NHL website. And now, yes, I understand that the the gameplay trailer is going to be released. It'll probably be released by the time you're listening to this, but today is Wednesday for me, and they're releasing it tomorrow on Thursday. But I can tell you that there is not going to be fucking much in that thing. If there was a selling point for this game that is going to be a big part of NHL 22, we would know about it by now, like we do with the Frostbite engine. What is going to be in that gameplay trailer that's going to change my mind? I can tell you, fuck all. Absolutely nothing. Because these games are a joke, year over year. Ever since NHL 14, ever since the switch to next gen, these games have been an insult to its customers. Every single time every single release the switch from nhl 14 to nhl 15 is is one of the worst releases of a game i i think i've have ever seen have ever seen it it never fails to blow me away looking back at all of the features that were taken out of nhl 14 when they made nhl 15 i actually have the list of every single feature that was taken out from NHL 14 when they made NHL 15. And we're going to be here for a while because I'm going to list every single one of them, starting with modes and features. Number one, no GM connected. Number two, no online team play. No EA Sports Hockey League. No EA Sports Arena. No online shootouts. No live the life. No be a legend. No winter classic. No tournaments or battle for the cup. No season mode. No NHL 94 anniversary mode. No custom music support. No create a play designer. Cannot customize each team's AI. No create a team. No way to edit individual players. Practice mode is now limited to one skater versus an AI goalie. And then in gameplay, no custom camera option. No action tracker replay highlights. No top three stars at the end of the game. Be a GM mode, yearly draft is fully automated by the CPU, cannot play the AHL games for your chosen franchise, players sent down to the minors do not accumulate any season stats, no fantasy draft option, and no preseason games. But wait, there are two more categories in Be a Pro, no option to sim ahead to the next shift, you only play in the NHL, you cannot play for minor league teams, the Memorial Cup tryout period is gone. You now begin by picking an NHL team or letting a random CPU team draft you. No all-star game. Ultimate team, which we will get into extensively more later. Cannot play against your friends. No tournament. No mobile app. Those are just the features that were removed from NHL 14, which was playable on a PlayStation 3 or an Xbox Xbox 360 to NHL 15, which was the first next-gen NHL game. And over the next couple years, they have taken their time to repackage some of those features back into the game as selling points in order to justify selling you another full-price $60 triple-A title. Because... First, I like I still cannot understand why this why they couldn't just improve the game to next gen standards and just keep all of those modes in and just make it better. No, they they set the game back a decade 
for absolutely no reason at all. One of my most like vivid video game memories as a, a younger kid was when I got a next-gen console for the first time and NHL 15 released and I opened it and I legitimately thought the game was still installing and I was playing a demo. It wasn't until the next day I was like, oh, this is it. That's everything. They removed so much of the game. It's almost unplayable to a certain point. And to to watch a lot of those features just be repackaged and reintroduced as new ideas into future NHL titles. Like, let, we can look at last year. The Be A Pro that was in uh, NHL 14, the Live the Life, was repackaged into a really shitty version of it in, back in NHL 21, that which I have never played, so I can't even give any details about how what it is. But they one of the selling points of... Last year's NHL 21 was basically reintroducing Live the Life mode. NHL 21, a game that came out seven years after NHL 14. And to just see these games released year after year with such shockingly low upgrades, I I cannot believe it every single time but at the same time i can believe it because ea makes money out the ass with these games they make more than enough profit on selling the games alone let alone ultimate team which we'll talk about more later but you look at the features that they add into each game every single year most other games would consider those to be free updates. You know, every every single year, some one of the key features that are being added are these new animations, you know, hitting animations and shot blocking animations, which I'm sure will be a big focus of the trailer that will be released by the time this episode is up, but is not up right now. We'll be showing all the cool, you know, look at the shot blocking animation. I saw one in one in the reveal trailer, you saw Ovechkin make a cool reverse hit cool you want me to pay 60 fucking dollars for that you want me to pay for another full price game because you updated the animations and the graphics give me one reason why that should not be free if i'm playing any other game any other game let's let's look at another ea game battlefront 2 that whole fiasco it had with the loot boxes and everything you know what battlefront 2 star wars battlefront 2 never tried to sell me star wars battlefront 3 while as a repackaged star wars battlefront 2 but we added like a couple modes and it runs a little smoother for 60 dollars. you know what they did they update the game there's these there's this cool little thing that other video games get called updates where they patch things into the games in order to fix them. No, with NHL, and this is not just NHL, this is the full EA Sports market, the full sports video game market. They give you the bare bones in terms of updates just to make sure that the game just runs for a year, and then they sell you the big fixes in the big $60 update to the game that comes out next year, which are just glorified roster updates. They've cut support to all of the 
all of the prior NHL games, if you've if you've put in a year's worth of effort into NHL 20 or NHL 21, I guess was the last one. Well, now NHL 22 is coming out, and you're going to have to basically start all over again. We'll get into more of that later when we talk about Ultimate Team, which is the biggest sin of these games at all. But another thing that bothered me about this year is, and it really just represents the whole issue as a whole, and just such a it just such a symbolic microcosm of the whole thing. And that is that Austin Matthews is on the cover again for the second time in three years. That has never happened. Now, I don't really care about cover athletes. I think that whole thing just gets so overblown. Oh, the cover curse for Madden. I don't believe in any of that shit. But the fact that Matthews is on the cover for the second time in three years just shows how lazy the whole thing is. That's just the the shocking lack of creativity of the whole thing. That you couldn't find anyone else to put on the cover. Let's just fucking put Matthews on there again. Not McKinnon. You know, like, I, McKin- what, like, why would you not put McKinnon on there? He's the only, like, young star that hasn't been on there yet. Or if you're not going to use McKinnon, the Panarin. Like, and, like anybody. If you're going to use someone again, why are you not using McDavid again? The best player in the world. Like, Matthews, for the second time in three years just shows the complete lack of creativity and just effort that goes into these games. If they don't even care about putting a different face on the cover, why should I believe that they are putting in new features into the game in order to make it a full, worthy $60 experience when they can't even get anyone else on the cover other than Austin Matthews? And I mean, I like the fact that Ovechkin got it last year, but the thing is, Ovechkin's also been on the cover before. Granted, it was several, it was over a decade ago, but that was really the first time they ever had a repeat athlete, and then they just one-up that and did Matthews again. I don't understand why it's not McKinnon. He's a marketable star who plays on an American team. Like, I don't know. Again, I don't really care, but just putting Matthews on there again... Like, to me, that just perfectly represents the whole thing. It's like, oh, they don't really even care. It's just a, it's just another thing. Like, yeah, whatever. What are they going to do about it? Not buy the game? Unlikely. And just, like, na- like name another piece of media. Not, not even a game that does this. Where they literally pump out the same thing over and over again with mild differences and charge a full $60 for it. The, the, the number one comparison I always hear is Call of Duty. Call of Duty gets released every single year, and it's basically the same. I mean, to an extent, that's correct. But Call of Duty each year is made by a different company, and it's at least a different game. This The general core element is the same. You know, it's a Call of Duty game. You shouldn't really be expecting anything different, but the game itself is different there's a different campaign there's a different vibe to the game like if anything it's a fresh coat of paint the nhl games are not even that it's just like they hung a picture on the wall and told you you're getting a completely different room and it it just gets worse every single year to me because people still buy them 
and EA still makes a ton of money off these games. I I rarely see anyone who's happy about these games, and they, people want these games to change. I'm not alone in this. People hate these games. But the thing is, is that there is absolutely no incentive for EA to ever stop doing this. I don't think this is ever going to stop. I don't think there will ever be a day where an NHL game gets released and it's a different game and it's actually improved and playable even. That's that's another thing. Before I even jump into this next point, the games just suck. Like, the game is just borderline unplayable and not fun and just such a bare-bones effort. I like I play like I played it like when I was younger, NHL was like a staple of my childhood on the PlayStation 3. Like NHL 14 and the games leading up to it are some of the most fun I've ever had playing games. Like this is why I get so mad about it because I want them to be good. I used to love these games. They were so much fun. I sunk hours into them in my early teens. And now they've just turned into a another example of corporate greed and it's just what happens when you have a monopoly on the market there's no other company no other developer that can make nhl games ea is the only one with the license they have no competition so that's just reason number one that they have no incentive to ever change it because there's no competitor to actually make them increase the quality of their games there used to be one with 2k and that's probably when NHL games were at their peak, when you had the competition between the two companies. But now it's just EA. And the other reason is that EA prints money from these games. Now, and this extends to FIFA and NHL and all the other sports games that EA makes. And it all comes back to Ultimate Team. And then just on the surface level, people still buy these games. And EA still makes a profit from these games. That alone is reason enough for them to make the games but the real margins come in when people get to hockey ultimate team otherwise known as hut where you build your own hockey team by opening card packs that's right the same strategy they use in games that you can play on your phone is in a full price 60 dollars game because people will just buy these packs and build the the best teams by buying packs over and over again with real money it's nhl's most popular mode that's it says it right on the site hockey ultimate team and all the improvements that they make to that it's our, it's our most popular mode you know they're they're up front about that i don't have this in front of me i don't know how i could find it but there's something that like i don't know if it's from all the games i think it's from all the games put together that ea rakes in over a billion dollars in profit from ultimate team alone from fifa madden and nhl that alone tells me oh so we're just going to keep getting this crap over and over again because the reason these games don't improve is because 80 percent of the work goes into ultimate team and continuing to make sure that customers continue to sink more and more money into these card packs in order for ea to make more money time and time again on top of people buying the game over and over again because going back to what i said earlier if you sink like five days a week into ultimate team and nhl 21 guess what your progress does not carry over to nhl 22 you have to start all over again spend all that money again and that's exactly what ea wants so if you if you spent 500 dollars on packs 
in NHL 21, guess what? That team is gone. And what are you going to do? Go play on NHL 21? Or everyone's already flocked over to NHL 22, and there's no more support for that game. So, guess you're just shit out of luck then. That'll be another $60 for the new game. And what, you want your team to be good again? Well, that, that'll be another couple hundred bucks. You know, you, you could just um, get packs by grinding for them, by actually playing the game. But why, why would you want to do that? You had this good team right there. You can just give us a couple bucks now and have a good team again and feel like you accomplished something that way. That's how they make their money. That's what, that's what the real purpose of these games are, and that's why the games will never change. All I want in an NHL game, a FIFA game, in a Madden game, is just a proper like simulation of playing the game, a proper immersive experience, which is what the old games actually did. They actually did a very goddamn good job of that. That's why I love them so much. When I was a, a 10-year-old kid playing Madden 11, that the games actually, like, made me feel to a certain extent like I was there, like I was playing the game. Like, you go and build a team. There were just they, they just the little details, the little features, just the broadcast teams that they brought in and just the little details that they put in every game just made it all that much better. And you will just never find that anymore. Like... Another thing I have with the NHL games is like they took Doc Emmerich out of it a few years ago and like they moved the scoreboard around and it just looks really goofy and like that to me like was kind of my tipping point. It was just like this doesn't even feel like I'm playing hockey anymore. It just feels goofy. And it it never helped that the game just is clunky as all hell and stick checks just don't work and players just bounce off each other. And all the new animations that they add in year over year just make the game feel more stiff. Like, just, like, you know, the best players has this certain animation, but to actually pull it off feels really clunky and doesn't allow you to, like, have your own free choice over what is going... Like, the whole thing is just a total goddamn mess. And there's just... It doesn't need to be this way. Like, it, it doesn't need to exist that way, yet it does, because EA just prints money based off of these games, and everyone just buys them over and over again because there's nowhere else to go. And you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say that the people who buy these games are idiots. No, not at all. I mean, what? like, if you want a good hockey game to play with your friends... It's the only option, you know? Like, if you want to play NHL online with your friends, all, like, up to six players and play against people and do all of that, this is the only way to do that. So I'm not going to sit here and besmirch people for going out and trying to have a good time. No, not at all. I am fully on the way that EA runs these games. That is what, is, that is what this rant is about, and absolutely nothing else. And... I fully believe that NHL games and sports games should have a minimum of like a three-year hiatus between them. And all these like animations that they advertise year after year and all that, like they, sh they really should be coming in the form of free updates, not 
full $60 experience. Like the Frostbite engine should be a big feature that would be reserved for the next game or wherever. Like, And including all of the new features that have been slowly introduced over the last three games. They should all be packaged into one thing. And all these animations and everything else should be just free updates that are put into the game, not charging you $60 for them. And like, it, I, always, I always just go back to what other game does this? And the answer is none of them. And you know, like, I feel like we've all just accepted it because this is just the way that it's been. You know, like when I, when I was seven years old and playing Madden 06 and the next year's Madden 07 and NHL 07 I was just like oh well that's just how it works I guess that's just how that's just how it is that's just you know it just it just makes sense that's just how sports games are but it doesn't have to be like just because it is that way doesn't mean it has to be that way not anymore now now that we've seen what actually happens and now, like, because the thing is, like, those actually kind of worked year over year because there wasn't this big obsession with Ultimate Team and just making that the big cash cow feature time after time again than the only thing that they actually cared about improving year over year. They actually put improvements into the game that made it feel like a different game time after time. That doesn't happen anymore. But you just, you look at now and these games are just a shell of what they used to be there's just there's really no redeeming qualities about them they really represent not even just what's wrong with video games right now because they're really the worst of the worst of it just corporate greed there's there's no other way to put it that there's no reason for it to be this way other than ea just makes more money off of doing this they don't really care about making a good game you know, like that's not what this is about. There's there's no pride going into their work here. There's not like we want to make the best game possible for hockey fans. Like, no, they're going to buy it and people are going to sink billions of dollars into Ultimate Team and we will print more money and our stocks will just form an upward price because there's nothing really anyone can do about it. If you want to play an NHL game, this is your only option. Just because of the way the market is set up and the licenses being divvied up the way that they have, EA is the only one allowed to make NHL games. And it is the reason that all of this is going to remain exactly the same for years. I would be shocked if it ever stops. The only way I think it ever stops is if they just stop making the games, which I would be shocked. Like, There's never going to be a point where like, hey, we're going to take three years off, and really just make the best game possible. I mean, really think about it. What can they do in one year to really improve a game? There's a lot of work that has to go into making new video games. And it's gotten to the point where they are literally just copy-pasting things from year to year. I, I remember, it was either last year or two years ago, one of the Madden games like just got caught red handed with just copying and pasting like their the old logos from the previous game were still plastered everywhere i've i don't remember what maddens these were but like you could go around and just look at like the 
like around the stadiums and stuff and you would still see like the the previous Madden game logos just sitting around cuz they copy paste it. And you know like it's it's all just such a shame because like I said these games used to be so fun just and now they're just this just a sh- a vapid empty shell just with the sole intention of making more money for a multi-million dollar company and no one can really do anything about it you know like i haven't bought the game i think the last nhl game i bought was nhl 19 that game was horrible and i deleted it after a month of having it and i vowed to never buy an nhl game ever again because it was completely the same as nhl 18 except all the progress I made in GM mode, which is the only mode I could ever bear to play in the in the recent NHL games because the game is just so clunky and borderline unplayable that the only thing I could bear to do was just build my own team in GM mode and just simulate games that way and try to build my own team. Even It, it just got to the point where that became unplayable too and everything else was just completely the same. That I just vowed to never buy one ever again until I see actual improvements. Maybe I'll buy one in five years once all the improvements from five straight years of games slowly build their way into something worth paying $60 for. But as it stands right now, I I will not be caught dead playing another NHL game. Never again. Not until these games are fixed. And they never will be fixed, which is the thing. Like, this is not just... Me being like they're on the the recent games have been terrible. No, the there these the this coming game is going to be terrible. NHL twenty three is going to be terrible. NHL twenty four is going to be terrible, and NHL twenty five is going to be terrible. Same with Madden. Same with FIFA. Same with all the other big EA Sports releases. They're all going to be terrible because they're all built around this same business model. Nothing is ever going to change with them. You know, and we don't have to just sit here and accept that this is just what it is and there's what are they going to do, you know? How much can they really change in the game? Exactly. What can they change? So why are we buying it? Why do we still buy these year after year? Why don't we demand a little more from what our products, what we're paying 60 bucks for? Is that such a bad thing to just raise our standards a little bit? And just be like, this is not enough and this is not okay. What's so wrong with that? What's so wrong with wanting more for our money? What's so wrong with voicing complaints and being frustrated when they're being ignored? Just for the sake of a company making more money and them just taking it from you. And you spend $60 on a game that could have just easily been introduced into the previous game for mostly free you know like that's that's always the thing i see there's so much complaining about the nhl games good they're terrible they're a joke and they should be complained about you you don't have to just sit here and take everything on the chin and be like ah well i guess that's just what it is no it doesn't have to be that way you can sit here and demand more you can you don't have to buy the game you can go without it. 
And eventually, if people did that, the message would be received. But the thing is, like, there's, again, I don't blame people for buying the games. There's no other alternative. But at the, at the same time, if we actually stopped buying these games, maybe, just maybe, there could be some changes on the horizon. Maybe, just maybe, if people stopped blowing billions of dollars into hockey ultimate team can i also just say how is that not illegal like is hockey ultimate team and just opening these card packs over and over again is that not just gambling and there are kids that play these games like is that not illegal like i'm, I'm pretty sure there are laws against that and i'm pretty sure i've seen like does that not akin to like loot boxes and other games which actually are illegal in some european countries that loot boxes are gambling and we don't want kids gambling in video games. How are these card packs any different? Like, there's just, there's, you could, you, I could literally go on all day with everything that's wrong with these games. I could go and say, like, they're literally criminals, but I don't need to go that far down this rabbit hole. I think this rant has gone on a little bit long enough at this point, but my point still stands. Like, we don't have to just sit here and take this because this is just what it is. Like, e even if you say, well, that sports games just come out every year, that's just how it is. Well, it didn't used to be this way. It used to be, you know, eight, seven years ago, back in the, the old days of NHL 15 and, not 15, 13 and 14, definitely not 15. Jesus Christ, not at all. But in the days of 13 and 14, where you would see improvements to the game and not to hockey ultimate team and the games were enjoyable and fun year after year you know so it didn't it's not just the way it is it's the way that it's become and we don't have to sit here and just accept that to be the case anymore because these games are a joke they're the worst video games you can buy you know even if you buy a super shitty video game, and you, you waste money on it. The thing is, they don't try to then re-release that game with minor improvements, be like, it's a different game, come buy it again, and it's still shit. You know, there are bad games out there, there are worse games than NHL you can buy, but they only come out once. They don't re-release and sell it to you again. Because that would be stupid, right? except not for sports games they just re-release them every single year and we just be like well that's just what it is and they're the mo they're some of the most profitable games on the market and for they're probably they're some of the most profitable video games around i would argue probably the most profitable they're the most accessible for casual fans like if you're if you're a sports fan and you own a playstation why wouldn't you buy madden it used to be like if you don't have madden what is wrong with you and that attitude has still carried over to today. And that's why these games are still so successful and why this business model is so is such a resounding moneymaker for EA. Like there's, from a business perspective, from purely from the suits at EA, this is absolutely brilliant. This is probably one of the most efficient money-making schemes I've ever seen from a company. It, it works flawlessly. They literally rake in billions of dollars from this. And yeah, you know, there's a, a, a loud section of people like myself that hate them. But me, me on this rant is not going to stop them from making a dime. 
they're going to keep doing it because it works. Why would they stop? Because it makes people unhappy? Why would we put an extra couple thousand dollars worth of effort into certain modes and polishing certain things? Like, what, you're going to buy it anyway. Why would we do that? Why would we put any extra effort into any of this? That's, it just, it's utterly pointless. So, to make a long story short, no, I will not be purchasing NHL 22 this year. And in all likelihood, I will not be purchasing NHL 23 either. Because why would the games be different? And it seems like every year more and more people are catching on to the fact that these games are garbage and copy-paste and that they need to stop buying them. And, you know, I still hold out hope that eventually we will get to a point where we will see actual changes in the game and not just get the same crap year over year. But I think we are a long, long ways away from that happening. So I think that will wrap up the rant on NHL for this episode, at least. I'm sure it will come up again at some point. Now, now that I don't have to save the rant for the special time, now all that complaining and whining is done. I'm sure you're plenty sick of it by by this point as well. 40 minutes into the episode. I didn't really have I don't really to be honest, I don't really have much of another plan for this episode outside of that cuz there's there's really just again, it's the middle of August. It's the end of August even. There's not much happening at this point. I think we're about a month away from training camps opening up for the first time again, so we're we're getting there. Every single day, we are getting there. And if anything, the stories here are the ones that haven't been told yet. And the fact that we still have some pretty interesting restricted free agents on the market. Jack Eichel has not been traded, and it seems more and more likely that he will not be traded before the season begins. Because, let's face it, how many teams can make this trade right now? And, like... Vegas is out. They can't do that. Minnesota's out. They can't do that. Like, is, does, does Anaheim just do it and see what they can do with that? Like, they've they've got to be, like, the only team left, right? I mean, and Kaprizov is still unsigned. Beauvillier is unsigned. Elias Pettersson is unsigned. Rasmus Dahlin is still unsigned. Like, there's still pretty interesting guys out here. Andrei Svechnikov, Quinn Hughes... Brady Kachuk, like pretty interesting players still do not have contracts at this point. The, the only like signing worth note recently, it was actually, when was this? Yesterday, Derek Broussard signed a, a one-year contract with the, the Flyers, you know, former Avalanche for 29 games after the, the trade deadline. Scored four goals with us, got an assist in the playoffs. 20 regular season games, 9 playoff games, and that was it with Derek Broussard. I don't even, do we trade anything for him from whatever? We traded a third round pick for him, a 2020 third round pick for Derek Broussard and a conditional sixth round pick. And we got that pick because he did not sign an extension, so we got a sixth round pick out of that trade as well. But that is pretty much it for what's been going on in the hockey world as of late obviously Henrik Lundqvist's retirement and the the tragic passing of Jimmy Hayes the other day at 31 
years old is that was something really really heartbreaking and unexpected to see and the the outpouring of of grief from the NHL community upon seeing his passing just something very very unexpected I had to reread it a, a couple times it's just such a young age and they never really released what happened to him but uh Jimmy Hayes had a a strong effect on the NHL during his time brother of Kevin Hayes who's currently on the Flyers and just a really tragic situation that took place over the last couple of days and pretty much that was the only real bit of news that's happened as of late I would mention Lundquist retired back on last Friday officially it seemed almost inevitable at that point that he would and for the avalanche we're just sitting pretty right now and you've like me right now, finding other things to talk about while we wait for Avalanche news to start to crop back up again, because this is the worst time of year for news, as I have said multiple times. And like the Avalanche, they're they're done until training camp. We're not going to get any news on them until they sign some guys to PTOs at the beginning of training camp, and by that point, we'll have training camp to talk about so that'll be uh, a thing as well outside of just the inevitable maybe small ptos that come along the way as well but uh in terms of this episode i think that's going to do it for this edition of the teledabs it is podcast on the hockey podcast network i've been your host griffin youngs follow me on twitter at g youngs nhl and follow the show at teledabs it is thank you so much once again for listening. I see all of you people who tune in time after time again, and I cannot state enough how much I truly do appreciate it, and just thank you so much. It really does mean the world to me, and that's going to do it for this edition of the Teledabs It Is podcast. Thank you once again for tuning in, and I will catch you all next time when we interview the guys at the Sporty with Corey and Richie podcast to talk about the team that probably had the best and simultaneous worst offseason of any NHL team, and that is the Arizona Coyotes. So keep an eye out for that next Monday, and I will catch you guys then. Enjoy the rest of your week.